Okay, this is like take 50 fucking five and I'm so annoyed. I hate this laptop so much. Let's go ahead and get into this because this episode is long overdue. Long overdue. So, this is an episode with me and Voodoo Priest Man. Ancestors Wisdom, Trayvon, and Voodoo Priest Man. So... I want to just give y'all a quick, uh, what is it called? <laughs> I want to give y'all a quick, some quick foreplay. <laughs> Let me give y'all some foreplay right quick before I give, you know, before I just, okay? So this is y'all foreplay before we get into the episode. I had questions that I always wanted to ask um, Voodoo Priest Man. I put some of those questions in the podcast, and then I also had questions that people asked me as a priest. So I kind of put both of these questions together. So y'all going to hear me asking him questions, and along with the episode, I'm going to probably talk about uh, my, I'm going to not talk about, but I'm going to interject and put my own answer or my own personal experience dealing with whatever question I, I asked with a priest man. So I want y'all to know this is from me being, because I'm a priest now. So this is from one Hugan to another Hugan, uh, just us asking questions. But before, I was kind of like in my baby steps of before I got initiated and practicing and stuff. So now, okay, well, back then it was like a baby asking a Hugan, like, well, what's this? What's that? Like, how do you feel about this? But now this is more so like a priest to priest having a conversation. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with me and Voodoo Priest Man, the questions that I asked. Some of you guys have asked questions and I took the questions and I asked him. And like I said, I'm going to have my own episode where I do my own, like I answer the questions to my goddamn self. So you will hear my, you will hear my own personal thought or answer dealing with whatever I asked them. So, uh, I just want to give y'all that to let y'all know what y'all dealing with with this episode. Uh, just questions, spiritual questions. I hope you guys enjoy it. And is there anything else I want to talk about? No. Oh, if y'all need a reading, please head to www.ancestorswisdom.net if you need reading, readings, consultations, spiritual work, anything. Head there. Oh, I'm, and I'm also, let me let y'all know this too. I'm also having an Ancestors Wisdom, not Ancestors Wisdom, an Ancestors 101 class, okay? An Ancestors 101. What is that, Hugon Trayvon? What is the Ancestors 101 class? Well, let me tell your ass. Ancestors, I keep saying wisdom because it's my name, but uh, Ancestors one-on-one class is basically just, uh, it's like Camp Hoodoo, but it's a one-on-one. So it's just going to be me and you. Um, it will be three sessions long. So each session for a class is 45 to an hour long. During that time, um, each class will be broken down into different categories that we will talk about different things. And during those times, you can ask me whatever questions you want. And you also get an answer to reading with joining the um, Ancestors one-on-one class. So it comes, so it's like a, it's a good package. I will teach you guys how to set up altars, how to connect with your ancestors, little hoodoo tips. It's literally like Camp Hoodoo, but a one-on-one. So I feel like Camp Hoodoo was cool. It was fun. Shout out to the, those that joined. But I kind of want to do just like a personal thing and see where that goes with people. So if you're interested in joining, please just head to my website, click the description, read the description and stuff before y'all join. And yeah, okay. See y'all in class.
So, and the classes, how much the class? I think it's like $350, and that's not bad for like three sessions, and you're getting a lot, of, a lot of knowledge. You can ask me whatever questions you want, and you get a reading on top of that. Like, that is a really good price. That's like a bundle package, like, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's, that's good. All right, so let's go ahead and get this party started, and I hope y'all got a, you guys enjoy it. <laughs> okay, bye. What's up, y'all? We is back outside with a part two with Voodoo Priest Man. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and call this episode Voodoo the Sleeves. Uh, heavy on the voodoo and heavy on the sleeves, bitch. Purr. We got one of the kings, the original kings of the internet in the building. Voodoo Priest Man, do you have anything to say to the people? The original, not one of the originals, the original Guru Priest Man. Man, Trey, I am so happy to actually be here. Thank you so much for inviting me, actually, for part two. This time around, it's going to go better, and it's going to be on fire, bro, because you got two kings in the building. <laughs> and there you have it. There you have it. Man, it's been a minute since we did the last one, and it's been a minute since I talked to you. Things have changed, baby. I done got initiated. I'm a priest now, my damn self, and I'm talking to one of my old elders. Baby, we finna get into some things. Since the last time, I know I have grown since the last time I spoke to you, what, since the last time we even did the podcast. And then I know for a fact you have too. So we just gonna go ahead and get into all this stuff. Um, Before we get started, you got anything you want to say to the people? I just want to say, hey, everybody, welcome. Listen, get your popcorn, get your whatever you drink, whether it's soda, whether you drink natural juices, whatever it is, just have a seat and just listen. Because this time around, we're going to take you real, real, real far about what spirituality is all about. Okay, y'all get ready, baby. So, I got a list of things that I wanted to talk about. I also had questions my damn self that I always, I wanted to ask. But, you know, from one priest to another... From one priest to another, baby. And people don't even realize this, too. That it's ranked, it's ranked in voodoo. They don't know that, though. But from one priest to another. I always wanted to ask. Because for me, for myself, I had to make a lot of sacrifices when I got initiated. Well, not too many sacrifices besides the money. The money part. But besides that financial sacrifice, it was other sacrifices I had to make. Um, but for you, when you became a priest... Are there any sacrifices that you had to make yourself or anything you had to, like, change and get rid of? Well, first of all, before we start, I just want to say congratulations. I didn't get a chance to actually tell you to everybody congratulations on you getting initiated into Haitian Voodoo. And I know that it is. I know you're super excited about it. I'm excited for you. But to answer your question, yes, definitely. One of the biggest sacrifices that I had to make was stop being a hoe. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little, we all got a little hoe in us. There's a hoe in me too. Hey, 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 we keeping it real. Y'all know I keep it real. But uh, I would say sacrifices that, that I had to, that I had to do before or after I got initiated, it, it had to do probably about the way that I did things as far as, you know, the, the way I ate. And that's something that I did it on my own. It, has, it was nothing that was actually given to me by my house. 
my spiritual home where they said you have to do this but sacrifices as far as me learning studying sacrifices as far as you know taboos because we get taboos when we are you know when we get initiated about certain things that we couldn't eat or certain things that we couldn't do and sacrifices you know in my house to actually go to church every day for a certain amount of time i'm wearing some you know white for you know those are sacrifices because i'm not used to doing those type of things and for me to go to church that was a big sacrifice that's not one of my hold on this damn fucking heater gonna piss me off Shit. Okay. Y'all, chap. Shit. Dumbass heater. Okay, because they probably heard it in the background. So you said you had to change the way you was eating and you going to church? Going to church. That was something that was actually, I had to do, you know what I mean? In order for me to fulfill my purpose when it comes to Nation Voodoo. Because you know, like, in some houses, we still, in some houses in Haiti, when it comes to Voodoo, they still practice kind of Christian Christianity, you know, included in the into Voodoo. Yep, so and Catholic. Me, yep. I had never, yeah, I've never been into church in my life. So for me to actually go to church and kind of like apply certain things and rituals that I had to do just in order for me to be able to kind of like tap in into what's going on with Voodoo, it was a big sacrifice for me because I never thought I was gonna ever touch a church in my life. It's so funny you say that because um one of my elders, um, my grandmother in Voodoo, she, we was, we had to go to church uh, after our initiation, and she still go to church, and she tells us um, to go to the church, and because uh, we, you know, we synchronized the Loa with the Catholic saints, so she would tell uh, me to go to um, like a Freda, um, I think who is connected with uh, Esalie Freda? Is it um, Virgin Mary? I believe. Um, Virgin Mary. Well, some people use uh, 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 Virgin Mary. And some other houses use Mother Dolorosa. Oh, yeah, and Mother Dolorosa, yeah. And there are certain churches, and she would say, go to this church, go to the very merry church, and pray to um, Freda or pray to the, uh, the Catholic saints. So we do, it's so funny you say, like, the church, because I know, like, my elders in Guru still go to church. Even though I, myself, personally, I don't fuck with the church based off my past experiences and the, the bullshit, but church is very heavy up in voodoo and in haiti so it's on you say you had to make sacrifices child what the sacrifices i had to make much be mature that's about it Huss, cut the bullshit and stop being petty that's about it and different things you know by studying i started realizing that christianity or catholicism is really mysticism mm -hmm. it's just fact people don't practice majority of people practice it as a as a divine form of a religion they don't see it as a mystical aspect of reality symbolism and everything that has to do with the church so i don't see church now as something negative but i see it as something mystical mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a good outlook that you have on it. Yes, that's a real good outlook. I need maybe change my perspective on it because uh, you won't find me in no church no time soon unless I'm going with my um, my God, my elders in Voodoo. So, okay. So um, now, child, I'll be I, the people be coming. You know, the people love to come to me and ask me what are the ways they can connect with the law, the law if they're not initiated. Now, you know me. Before I got initiated, well, how was I connecting with the Loa? Well, you uh, you told me what Loa walked around me and who um, was what spirits were with me. So that's how I knew how to build my relationship with the certain Loa before I was initiated. But all I did was make altars for them 
and light candles and pray to them. That's all. And that I tell people now, if you feel a connection with a certain Loa, light a candle and pray to them, print out their picture, get a, a candle and a glass of water. Uh, a, a glass of water is for clarity. A candle is uh, so the spirits can always light their way for you or you can light your way so they can always guide you. And you pray and you talk to them. But well, how do you tell other people who are not initiated to build relationships with the Loa if you got to be really initiated to work with them? That's a great question. And to add on to the candle is also for you to be able to transport into the ancestral or the Loa realm and be able to see you as well. So you need the light, the flame to open for us to be able to see each other. Um, I would definitely say that when it comes to that, first of all, get a reading. Get a reading from a unga, get a reading from a mambo, and be able to actually follow to see what spirits like it was done to you, like to find out what type of spirits they have around you. You could be creating an altar or you could be talking to a spirit as a not initiate, and that spirit might not even walk with you. You know what I mean? So always get a reading, and then you'll be able to tap into that. However, my thing is just light up a candle, talk to your ancestors. You see what I'm saying? And once you have that strong connection with your ancestors, your ancestors will kind of guide you and how to connect with the Loa. If you want to build altars or different things, make sure that you learn from somebody who actually know and not try to create your own thing. But I would definitely say light up a candle. Like you said, light up a candle, a cup of water, and just go ahead and actually talk to them. For whoever you find a connection with, and let's see if they come to you in your dreams. Nine times out of ten, if you have the faith and you and you really know how to tap in, those low eyes for those ancestors or those today are going to come to you and they're going to tell you what's up. All right, boy, boy. All right, boy, boy. And that's what I always tell them all the time. Light the candle and pray to your ancestors first because they'll be the ones to guide you to somebody or be able to reveal to you how to get to the steps to your low eye or get initiated to anything. Absolutely. So, oh, I love that so much. I love that. Um, child, hold on. Because I'm over here not even being able to understand what the hell I didn't read, written down. And that's what that's to get the gotcha. So, um, this is another thing. So, and, and you can, I gatekeep, I'm not going to lie. I gatekeep sometimes. I do. I do. Not to, every, not to black people. Um, but when it comes to doing certain things, I'm kind of, it just, people tell me things and it kind of, it, it don't rub me the wrong way. But we, as priests, we do have different views. And but then sometimes there are facts, facts to certain things. And I know, and talking to my godmother, she told I asked her this question, and she told me she gave me an answer. But I was just like, to me, I never had that experience. Even though I know she's right, I just never had the experience. And I'm like, what do you tell people who like if they have a dream about a spirit? Like, oh my God, I feel like. Uh, La Celine is coming to me, or Dumbala. I had a dream about snakes and Dumbala is coming to me, or uh, Ezra Freda. People would say they having dreams about certain Loa, and I was saying like, just because you having dreams about like pink, that don't mean it's Freda, or you having dreams about snakes, that don't mean it's Dumbala, because there's other snakes in in uh, Voodoo that you know it's it's uh, it's other spirits with those colors, or it's other spirits that are snakes. So it's like, how do you tell that person I, get, besides get a reading that? That the spirit is walking with you. I'm not walking with you, but that's the spirit that's coming to your dream. How do you interpretate dreams for people who feel like the Loire coming to them? I feel like it's very self-explanatory. You know what I mean when it comes to a dream? And like you mentioned, you ask your spiritual mother and stuff like that. And to me, 
nobody, of course, like, you know, somebody that actually understands the symbolism or the colors or whatever it is that has to do the law, for them to be able to actually tell you when you, somebody's telling you a dream and you're tapping into what is really happening, I feel like that, the law is really the one that is giving you the definition of what the dream really is about. So you as a priest, you're able to know. However, for them to know it on their own, Definitely, it has to be either, it has to be a reading. It has to be a reading. Okay. Because there's no way that somebody, somebody's going to be able to know. You got people that tell you, oh, you know what? I had a dream with my sister. I had a dream with my mother. And in the dream, my mother got on my bed and she was caressing my, my hair or my head or this, that, or the third. It could be, it could be, it could be that. And then you're thinking, why did I have a dream about my sister doing that? You know what I mean? That means that my sister loved me and my sister cared for me as a sister, uh, as, you know, as her brother. But that might have not been your sister. So that's why I tell people, make sure that you pay attention to the colors of anybody in the dream. Pay attention to the surroundings. So that way, when you're giving the, you know, the dream to a priest or a priestess, they're able to tap in and be able to be like, aha, I already know with the help of the law. I already know that that was Ursula Freda that came to you in your dream. That was in your yep. sister. And this is what Ursula Freda wants. This is what it is. So as a non-initiate, I don't think you'll be able to really fully know and fully really understand unless you were born and brought up in the culture. That's a great way to say it. That's a great way because being non-initiated and knowing and having dreams, I don't know what the fuck none of them dreams mean. I didn't know, but now being initiated and having my elders tell me like, okay, this is how Freda will come to you in a dream or this how they will, it's certain secrets or things that will be revealed or told to me to know how the Loa will present themselves in dreams or how they will manifest um, when it comes to like doing work or like I said, pretty much dreams to be honest. So um, I like how you put that. I like how you put that. Cause like I said, I don't know. Huh? No, that's amazing. That's amazing what you said. I didn't want to interrupt you. I apologize, but yeah, to add on to that, you, uh, when it came to me and I started having dreams, the dreams were very self-explanatory. I had a dream about me getting initiated. I had a dream before me. I got married to all the spirits that I got married. I had a dream, you know what I mean, going mm -hmm. to the room. I had a dream about all these things that really happened. So out of but I, let me let me let me say this: all those dreams started manifesting when I had made the pact that I was going to get initiated. Mm -hmm. So for whatever reason, it's just like spirit know when it's your time to get initiated and they know it's coming and they start showing and throwing everything at you. But before that, I was confused. I created a, a bebe with Dambala. I did, I did it with white chalk. And I know people might be saying, bro. <laughs> the white chalk. People who might be listening. You need the eggs and the shells. You know what I mean? Elders that I might be listening to be like, listen, I did not know. So you know what I mean? I, and when you don't know, you don't know. So I did it with the white chalk. I created a, a bebe for Dambala with the chalk. And I lit up a candle, I got on top of the bed, and next thing you know, Dambala came to me in my dream, and Dambala took me to Haiti. So all I'm saying is, sometimes if you might do something that you're not supposed to be doing, it doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. The spirit knows. They know. I will bore. I will bore. I will bore. Let's talk about it. This, I love that you just said that, because I was going to say I had a dream. I've never had a dream before. I had the Loa would come to me in my dreams before I was initiated, and I never knew what my dreams were until I got told by my godmother, this is what your dreams mean. This is the Loa coming, and they're showing you you getting initiated. I had one dream. I did my sin green ritual with Papa Dambala, and I set the table up wrong. I put something on it that wasn't supposed to be on there. And once I did that sin green ritual, I went to sleep, and I had a dream of Papa Dambala. It was a man... 
standing at the top of the hill dressed in all white, but I saw different colored snakes. It, it, it was, dream was beautiful. And, but I knew it was Papa Dambala because I just did the ritual with him and I slept in front of the altar. Even though that you might do something wrong, the spirits know that where your heart is at and they know that you ain't know no better. But once you know better, it's time for you to do better because they ain't going to... So, but I so funny you say like the white chalk because I show like you supposed to use I mean, this is not the, not the white chalk. Folks. It's so funny because I know somebody else who did the white chalk by accident too. <laughs> Let me drop the bomb on that one. Oh my God, baby, it's it's that's so funny. So you did the chop with Dumbala, and he came to you, and he still. That's what I said. I go for the Papa. Hey, yeah, Dumbala, 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 man, he the man. Yes. So let me ask you this too. Well, we are gonna keep going. We are gonna keep this motherfucking train going. But I now now people say this is just a fine line between I'm being uh you feel like you getting called to voodoo and you actually being called to voodoo okay do you feel like there's a um well how would you tell people who feel connected to voodoo because people say i feel like i'm supposed to be in voodoo now i feel like if you could be because i feel like some people actually might be getting called and they feel the pull but then sometimes i feel like some people who just interested in voodoo and want to be initiated how do you be able to tell people you just have an interest opposed to you actually getting called to voodoo say that i just for whatever reason i feel like once we have that connection and we have that pineal gland open and we understand we know i can look at somebody and know if that person is called to voodoo or not whether they, whether they open their mouth or not but see a lot of people and this is a great question because a lot of people are fascinated with hollywood voodoo they don't know what voodoo really is about they just love the fact that voodoo is voodoo and they feel like oh you know what voodoo is about voodoo dolls and pins and you do this and you do that. I know I want to learn about voodoo, but they don't know anything about voodoo. They've never been in an African traditional religion. They don't know how to connect with the ancestors. So automatically, they assume it like, oh, this is something, it's a trend. I want to do it. I want to do voodoo because I think voodoo is powerful. I don't even know anything about voodoo. The only way for, for somebody to know if they're being called into voodoo or not is first of all, be around in, a, in some type of taboo, which means a ceremony, or see if the spirits come to them in a dream, or if you get a reading and the mambo or the umga is skilled enough to be able to know and dictate the path for that particular person. But I feel that a lot of times, I'm not going to say all the time, but a lot of times when people have some understanding of what voodoo really is about, it's just like, you just know. It's like when you look at somebody and you fall in love, you know, you see somebody and you be like, damn, I'm in love. You just saw that person in two seconds, you feel like you're in love, and you know you're in love with that person, and you know that person is the one that you want to be with. Whether it's loss, whether it's some type of infatuation, whatever it is. But when it comes to either voodoo, when it comes to Orisha, when it comes to that, if you have a feeling, there's got to be a reason why the spirit is not feeling inside of you. But at the end of the day, I, I, I still say that. I have somebody that told me, hey, I, I was told that I was supposed to be doing this and voodoo, blah, blah, blah. And I gave them a reading. And I was doing the reading face to face. And I said, with all respect, uh, my brother, I don't see that in my cards. 
<laughs> I don't see that. I don't see that in my DNA. I don't see that in my consciousness. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of times people might be hurt. But at the end of the day, what is the purpose? What is the purpose of somebody wanting to get into voodoo? You feel like you are meant to be into voodoo. Why? Ask yourself why. That's a good question. Y'all, hold on. Drop a bomb on that. Why? Why? Uh, it's because you just want to, you feel like you just want to gain power. You just want to be psychic. You want to make money. The spirits know, they know your heart before you even try to get involved or get initiated. So why? Okay. And I love how you put that because when I got initiated, I, I didn't know nothing about voodoo. I, I, I didn't, I didn't say I didn't know nothing because I knew of it, but it just, I didn't want to get initiated for power, money. It was just, my ancestors was like, you next to be called into priesthood and it's time for you to get initiated. And bitch, I followed the path and here I am. So, everybody else, I, I um, it's good to ask, why do you feel like you need to get initiated or why you being called um, to do it? It was something I was going to say. I just lost my goddamn train of thought. It was about, um, it would probably come back to my mind, child. It was probably, probably come back to my mind. Uh, it was the ceremonies though with voodoo. Um, I kind of want to skip that one. Um, uh, hold on. You said this, and I want to. I want to piggyback off this. Looking at people and being able to tell if there's if if if, the, if voodoo is for them. I had a few clients. That well, I talked to one girl. I didn't know she was Haitian until I was like, "Are you Haitian?" Because I see like your Haitian ancestor, and I feel like she had a path in voodoo. And for some reason, I I'm connecting with my Lawa more. I'm able to pick up on their energies when it comes to like talking to other people and talking to her. I was like, I feel like Dantor is around you or something. I'm like, "Are you Haitian or something?" And she was like, "Yes, I'm Haitian." And my um, she was like, "Oh, well, her great grandfather practiced or some shit." So when you feel that connection around people, I guess you really do feel like, okay, voodoo is around you or it's on you. I, I don't feel it with a lot of people, but I have felt it with some people before. Just to piggyback off what you said um, with like looking at people and feeling it. Now, this is what I want to say. This is the motherfucking Ralph Dowsel, y'all. Are y'all ready? What am I buying? Because everybody, the streets love to fight about this. They love to argue and they love to talk about the difference between hoodoo and voodoo. What's the difference between hoodoo and voodoo for you? question a lot of people and this is good i mean i think you put the, the questions together because it goes hand to hand i feel like a lot of people want to get into voodoo because of hoodoo because voodoo is considered an african traditional religion is a religion you got to go through initiation you got to do certain rituals you got to do certain things when it comes to hoodoo, hoodoo is just freestyling. Hoodoo is something that our ancestors in the Americas used to practice. Just like they call it in Jamaica, they call it Obion, they call it these different things. They got different names throughout the Caribbean and the United States, but it's a mixture of all kinds of spirituality, whether it comes from Creole, Haitian, all different areas from different nations of spirit that actually came here to the United States and other areas. Or they were already here because I feel like hoodoo is here for thousands of years it's not something that just came through slavery in quote so the difference between hoodoo and voodoo hoodoo is just something that you just freestyle 
actually connect with when it comes to nature, when it comes to rituals, when it comes to doo-doo, when it comes to different spells that you actually do, voodoo is not bad. Voodoo is a religion, again, that you have to learn and you have to understand in order for you to be able to partake. You can do it without being an initiate, but once again, we're going to go back again to the cultural thing. It's got to be something that you grew up around in the culture. You can't say I practice voodoo when you've never been to Haiti, you don't speak the language, you don't understand anything that is really going on, and you just say to yourself, oh, you know what, I'm practicing voodoo. No, you're practicing nothing. Don't talk about it because you don't know no secrets, you don't know how to uh, serve no spirits, you don't know shit, bitch. Yeah, and that, and people love, and I'm glad I have you to co-sign and back that up because in my other episode, um, one of my most viewed episodes is uh, Hoodoo versus Voodoo, and I told people that, and people, look, other spiritual workers love to, and this is something else, and I don't give a give a damn if a hit dog uh gonna holler because if you you people who practice Hoodoo are very offended when you say Hoodoo is not a religion. Oh, bitch, they wanna cry, hoop, and scream, and and throw a hissy fit when you say it's not a religion it's a spiritual system it is uh it's a matter it's conjure it's it's working with your ancestors it's manifested it's just a spiritual system it's what it's witchcraft is what it is but it's not a religion so it's just a spiritual system when you manifest and you work and then voodoo is a religion where you have priests and priestesses you have a structure you have a foundation behind it okay and it's 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 a whole culture behind it That you have it. Opposed to hoodoo, you can do anything you want to do. You freestyling. Voodoo, there's structure. And it's and it's a um what did Leg was tell me? It's protocols that you have to follow in order to do certain things. And that came from Papa Legba. Okay. <laughs> so all those that out there, y'all are practicing hoodoo, not no voodoo. Um or got or, or like or, or nothing. Okay, so what about um? I don't want to talk about that. I'm gonna keep moving on. Uh, I was gonna say something about fake spellcasters, but we don't have to worry about that because we're we're real witches over here. We're real priests and priestesses, so we don't have to worry about no fake spellcasters. Even though, be careful, y'all. It is fake pages. I have a verified check on my page, so don't get scammed. Um. Have you ever, hold on, let's get a little messy. Let's get a little messy. <laughs> Have you ever had an issue with another spiritual worker or another client? Give us a good story. Oh, God, all the time, all the time, all the time. With practitioners, with clients, and it depends on, on with, you know, like, do you mean in general? Do you mean, like, any type of beef or any type of situation? That yeah, anything that, just, anything that just recently or lately that just, just grinded your gears, that made you feel like, what the hell? I like your bracelet. Um, What is, uh, yeah, anything, like, lately that kind of just grinded your gears, the one situation that just that stuck out the most, like, oh, I didn't like how that bitch did me, or I didn't like how that motherfucker talked to me, or, like, What's something that just really just like took you there? Okay, okay, perfect, perfect. I I I, I want to I share this. I don't know if that's the answer to the question, but it's just the first thing that came to my head because it's been plenty of incidents. But one time I was in Florida, and I was in. We went to me and my spiritual house. We went to see this mumble in in Florida, and I remember 
when we're having a conversation because you know you gotta all you gotta do is listen to people people are gonna tell you everything everything you don't have to talk you don't have to say anything so she was talking about it. she said that she was considering leaving voodoo because it's been two years that she hasn't found a job but i realized that it was a couple of times that i went to her house and she was just there chilling watching movies and stuff like that so i felt like she you know she you gotta understand that a lot of people just because First of all, just because they Haitian, or second of all, just because they are older, our mama doesn't mean that was their calling. And another thing too is doesn't mean that they are the shit. So just you know, let everybody know. Don't get confused thinking that that's really what the case is. So I feel like a lot of people who are older than mama still don't understand spirit. Period. They don't understand it. So that pissed me off, and I have to walk away because I I don't want to curse her out. That was just one of the situations. I love that. But I have so many 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 cases with different practitioners and not initiates and initiates and a lot of people another incident that i had was with a dude called and he was like he paid for a reading you know some dude from atlanta paid for a reading and he was like and also i want to invite you before i even got to the reading he said he wanted to invite me to his wedding and i said oh congratulations you got married so i'm thinking to his wife i didn't know he supposedly got married to ogu Hello? So I said, hold on, hold on, Ogu? hold on, bro. What you, Ogu, Ogu. I said, wait a minute, bro. What do you mean you got married to Ogu? You can't get married to Ogu. You a man, bro. I said, what do you mean? He said, what the fuck do you mean? You know, I'm not married to Ogu. You ain't even Asian. I said, yeah, motherfucker, but you coming up here for a reading. So you see what I'm saying? So what you mean fuck? to tell me that you got married to Ogu, but hold on. You a man. man. Bro, you're not married to a boy. That's not what we do. You know what I'm saying? And he goes like, how are you going to tell me? First of all, you ain't even Asian. Second of all, you ain't even that dark. So I don't understand. I think he got hurt. Because what my complexion has something to do with motherfucker, what the fuck I do. Just cause I'm, you could be a red bone motherfucker and still practice. But what, had that, what complexion has to do with spirituality with that particular, unless your ass is white. But we go, that's a different topic. So and I'm just like... I'm just like, wait a minute. So uh, he got he got butt hurt. He got really upset. He was like, fuck that. And I said, bro, if you were so happy with your spirituality and your spiritual home, and you and you over here dogging me about what I do, why you come over here for me to give you a good reading when you say that? I'm because they want you to come. Let's talk about it. Because they want you to confirm that bullshit and confirm that he's marrying Ogu. That's what he wants you to do. I thought you said the man who said he was getting married to Ogu died. No, 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 not him. I don't know if he's still alive or not. I'm talking about the guy who did this initiation, the so-called initiation in the marriage to marry Ogu. He was already old and stuff. So that's what I say, rest in peace with all respect, regardless of whether he, he might have bullshitted him about him being married to Ogu. But you got a lot of people. One thing is, I'm going to tell you to the audience, because I know this, this podcast is going to go to many, many, many people in many years. It's going to be able to listen to it. I am not here. Buddha Prisma is not here to argue, debate, or try to convince that what the fuck I speak about is the truth. If you believe what the fuck you want to believe, that's on you. I'm not going to argue. If you believe that Damala is a woman with wings, talk about Let me drop a bomb for you, Voodoo. I swear to God, I'm not... 
I ain't trying to convince that Nieho. If you want to believe it, that's on you. I don't argue with nobody in them comments. If you want to believe Hoodoo is a religion, then that's on you. You believe any, you believe whatever. I'm just here to spread my information, and I'm I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna tell you the truth, but I ain't gonna never tell you no lie. Okay. So if that's what you want to do, I'm I'm with you with that one, boo. I'm with you. And let me tell you this too. I want to backtrack off what you said because you said you went to a woman's house and she was watching movies and she was gonna leave Voodoo because um she hasn't found a job in two years. My godmother told me. When you get initiated, and then you said too, your life is not going. If 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 you're not called to be no mamba or no hugan, then don't expect nothing from really voodoo. Don't expect it to move the way it's supposed. Because you're not you're not supposed to be here anyway. So the fact that you said that she wasn't called and she hasn't seen no difference in her life, my godmother told me once you kind of get initiated, the it. It enhances your life, what you got going on. So if you already like a, you on drugs or you already like a shitty person and you get initiated, it's just going to enhance the bullshit that you got going on already in your life. If you're not making no effort or not making no, putting no change into your life, the spirit's not going to bless no mess. They're not going to bless you. You have to actually be actively working or putting towards effort towards something. And my godmother told me that. about this though with the rod eye or the petro and there's so many more we still got the congo we still my kaya i mean they don't know they don't know they don't know they don't know bless their heart yes so let's keep this let's keep it going baby it's something else now you said this this is what people are fascinated with hollywood voodoo they're not really interested in learning about actual voodoo now let's talk about this because they love they love american horror story don't they they love that they love papa legba oh but then they love papa legba but then they confused on baron sandy because american horror story tell the people I, I, who what is the difference between even though i could do this but i want to hear your point what is the difference between papa legba and baron sandy
You see what I'm saying? Let's just talk about Papa Legba. Papa Legba is an old man. Papa Legba is not the way that they actually painted him in the movie, in, you know, American Horror Story. He's an old man with a cane that happened to have a lot of dogs. That's what they a lot of dogs. Yep. That's what they used to Lazarus to actually represent Papa Legba. So, you know what I mean? I had a situation where, you know what? You post something. I posted something about American Horror Story and I posted something with that Papa Legba in quotes. He got a lot of views. He got a lot of comments. He got a lot of stuff. But the moment that I posted a video of a possession of Papa Legba for real, for real, for real, that video didn't even do good. Nobody didn't even care about it because everybody was so fascinated with Papa Legba from American Horror Story. So when they saw who Papa Legba really was, they lost interest. And I had somebody telling me, that ain't Papa Legba. That's like, that's Baba Lua. Yeah, you know, Richard. Listen, ho. Okay, that's how you feel. <laughs> is the guy looks like the guy in American Horror Story. That's what I said. A lot of people want to get into voodoo because of American Horror Story and because of what how Hollywood how Hollywood paint uh, Papa Legba to be. Why are you talking about Papa Legba? The Papa Legba that they're interested in, the Papa Legba that's making everybody dicks hard and pussies wet, the one that they're thinking of is Matt Cafu. That's who they're thinking of. In the petrol side, that's that's the one they thinking of when they think of um they, when they try to uh yeah they don't think about this old man that is you know what I mean that is at the gates of the universe why they why is Papa Legba old because come on now the universe be here forever something got a gate something's got to be at the gate exactly so why would they paint him young and and, and it's can't, let's talk about this though what Papa who is a Papa a old man a grandfather let's make it make sense. Uh, see, all I tell people is just get that out of your head. You know what I mean? If you if you get if you want to get into initiating into voodoo because American Horror Story, I would definitely say to go to a Caucasian in New Orleans and get initiated to that Papa Legba they talk about. Yeah, and because uh, the and then Baron Sandy is of the uh, the cemetery. So, and I'm pretty sure it's multiple Baron Barons. It's multiple of them, many ones. Oh yeah, you got a lot of Barons. Yeah, so um. The leg what y'all thinking of and the baron y'all thinking of are two different ones. And also that a lot of people are confusing Papa Legba with Ilegua in Orisha. The uh, the, uh, the Orisha? Wait, there's a uh, old man Orisha? No, they confusing Papa Legba with Ilegua. You know Ilegua. Oh, with Ilegua. Talk about Yes! They do. Because and that's what I tell let's talk about this just really quickly. The people who confuse the spirits, because I tell people this, Nicki Minaj and Lil' Kim are both female rappers. They both rap. They both women. Hell, they both wear colorful wigs, but they're still two different women at the end of the day. Just because two spirits have similar qualities, or they might have similar colors, or they might be guardians of the crossroad, that does not mean it's the same spirit. People need to stop putting it on these spirits back. Because they are two different spirits. And they confuse Papa Legwa and Ilegwa so much. I got into an argument with this girl when I told her that Ilegwa was not Papa Legwa. And she wanted to argue me down. But okay, bitch, I'm not going to argue with nobody who's not fucking initiated. Okay, girl, bye. So, 
But they let the art. That's right, and baby, I'm on my way up there. <laughs> on my way. Okay. Shoot. Um, let me ask this. Uh, how do you tell people? Because I, I would I tell people, uh, light a candle or what um um or get a, a, a cup of water. The same thing before if you want to talk to the Lawabas. It's it's all about your intention, is what I tell people. Um, who are you trying to pray to? What are you trying to pray for? Um, how do you tell people to build a connection with their ancestors if they don't have any room or any space to build an officer? I feel like it, everything everything resides in the mind, everything resides in consciousness. So even if you might not have an officer, you can still light up a candle, you know what I mean, and grab a cup of water and get rid of the flame after you do your prayer or whatever. But not only as far as you being able to have the intention, actually be able to be persistent because you might light up a candle and you might have a cup of water and you might talk to the spirit and want the spirit to show up and that spirit might not show up that day but if you constantly do it every day every day every day when you least expect it that spirit will come that spirit will come i know that's right because oh freda oh my god i love her so much Oh, your lady, my lady, my lady, my lady. Now, they say you can't really have favorites, though. But I love all the Loa. But who um, has your heart? Who has a special place in your heart? Oh, my God. Don't ask me that. I would definitely say I got three favorite ones. And I know it's going to sound crazy to say this, but I got to take it. These are my three top uh, Loa. And I would definitely say Posu. Ooh. I would say, I would say, uh, Dambala, and I would say Lassie Day. Those are my favorite babies right there. Oh my God, I love Freda, I love Freda too, but she's going on the secondary options right there. But uh, those are my favorite three. My favorite, 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 that's hard to say. That's hard to say because I love those three almost alike. But if I had to say, I would definitely go for Dambala because Dambala was the one that opened up the doors for me to get into Voodoo and show me everything that I got that I know right now. Oh, I love Papa so much too. Yes, Papa. Oh, so you say Papa, Bosu, and La Saline. Oh, wow. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Well, why you say Bosu? I don't know. I'll, I'll be fascinated I love it so much. Yes, I love me some Freda and Dantua. Oh, I love it so much, baby. Oh, I love your answers. I love that. It just, it just made me, it made me so happy just hearing that. Um, 
What I was gonna say, I was gonna say, uh, um, okay, let's talk about some spell work real quick before we go. Let's talk about some spell work and stuff. What's the favorite? What's your favorite type of workings to do? I would definitely feel like my favorite uh, niche when it comes to my spirituality and helping people is definitely healing. Without healing, you cannot achieve anything. What type of healing? I would say outside the healing, I would definitely say court cases. I like court cases too. I like court cases and love spells and money. I don't like. I don't care too much about love spells because of the simple fact that majority of the people who actually want a love spell, they're not able to actually follow the assignments that you give them. You know what I mean? You can get somebody, that person can come to you and this and that, but if you don't change your dynamics or how you behave, that person is going to continue to walk away. You don't matter what type of spell you do. Yes, talk about it, cause I, oh my God, I would tell people all the time if you gonna do the, if we gonna do the spell work, sometimes we gotta work with the spell and not against the goddamn thing, and then you gotta change. It be it be a lot of other factors that 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 apply when you do love spells. It's not just like let me just make a lamp, burn a candle, a jar, and then try to get somebody back. It's not that simple at all. It's, it's a lot of other stuff into that. Um, but that's why I like doing it, cause sometimes it's like a um a jigsaw puzzle to me. Sometimes it's like okay, let me put this component here and let's see if this works or then let's do it this way. Cause there's just so many different ways to do love spells on different situations. So that's why I like, like, it's not like, I'm not saying I'm playing with love spells, but I like just doing different stuff with them. Cause there's just so many different ways to do them. Um, so that's why I bring that. That's why I say that. Um, and this, what, I, fuck, 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 fuck. What else I was going to say? It was something you said something about the spirit, the Loa. I forgot it was about to know why. Oh, I like Ogu. Ogu one of my favorites too. I like Ogu. Ogu a gangster. He don't play. He don't take no shit. I like yeah, Ogu. He definitely looks like a gangster. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Is there anything else I, I wanted to say? Um. On this. No, I can't think of nothing else right now. You already know what I got going on after this. Uh. Anyway, this uh the booty call <laughs> Okay. So, um, is there anything you want to ask or you want to add before we bounce? is educate yourself you know to the audience educate yourself find somebody reputable somebody that you can connect with study them get to know them like a date you know what i mean be around them see them see how they think what they talk to you about how they talk about others take a look at their personality to see if you can even match with them and make sure that the person is legit do your homework you know what i mean to make sure that that person is legit and you don't get caught up in some bullshit you know what i mean because a lot of times oh and another thing please stop telling practitioners that you know what i mean that you feel that you came here for this because a lot of people don't give a fuck about you i swear to god they're gonna they're gonna take your money and they're gonna initiate you even if you're not supposed to be a part of this just for the money and then you're still gonna be powerless Powerless because if you're not getting called to voodoo, baby, the spirit's not gonna bless that shit. A lot of people just trying to get initiated for money, power, and fame, baby, and it ain't gonna motherfucking happen. It ain't gonna happen. It's so funny because you say that it's a couple. Um, I know a couple. Literally, I don't personally know them, but I know of them that are just like initiating people and just taking their money and charging them like fifteen thousand, twenty thousand dollars just to get initiated and they not getting caught to do shit. And they thinking and it's so easy to get scammed because people don't know what they getting, what they supposed to get when they get initiated. They don't know everything that's supposed to go. And somebody can tell you, oh you need to get initiated or you need this or you don't need that whole time you do or you don't. And now you just got played and put and they didn't double charge you, triple charge you for initiation, and you don't know a motherfucking thing. You paying twenty thousand dollars to get just looking like a goddamn fool. 
lot of times the people that you go and get initiated with don't know a damn thing neither. So it's like, y'all be looking like two fools at each other. Y'all be looking at, you know what I mean? At each other like y'all nothing but fools. So you see what I'm saying? And another thing too, if you melanated, this has nothing to do with race, which it does. If you melanated, get initiated with somebody who's melanated. Don't get initiated with somebody who's white who don't carry your DNA. That's, that's, see, and that's another thing too. Some people be like, um, the Lord, some people say the Lord, I don't see color, and then I, I'm like that. I'm with you when you with what you just said because I'm one of those people. Like if you're not black, if if I see a white person practicing voodoo, I'm gonna look at this shit crazy. But they say the Lord, if the, they say the, the spirits love, if you love the spirits, then they love you back. But I'm looking at white people trying to practice like bitch. This is my religion for my black nigga folk, and what the hell is your ass doing over here? So I ain't for none of the bullshit or the fuck shit when it comes to that. So um, I, I'm with you. And when it comes to finding godparents too, I tell people to pray to their ancestors. Pray to their ancestors and let your ancestors guide you and to be patient. When I got initiated, I was not going out my way trying to find somebody to initiate me and going through hoops and fire rings. I didn't try to, my spirits, they, they, they guided me. So I set my black ass down and let life take its course is what I did. And it fell into my lap. Literally, I prayed, and the situation came. I lost. I went through hell trying to get it. But if you're looking for godparents with something, people always ask me just to pray about it. Pray, light a candle to your ancestors, and that's what you do. What would you tell people to look for a godparent before we go? Definitely the same thing. I definitely think everything that you just said exactly the same thing. Same thing, y'all. Please don't be out here trying to um uh. Uh, getting this shit. And that's how you get. That's how you get scammed. Trying to do shit y'all own way, not knowing what to do. So, or not knowing who to go to. Just pray for it and be patient. So, um, we finna go ahead and go. Voodoo, thank you so much for doing this episode with me. We got into. We just did a little a wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. I know they're gonna fuck with this episode too. Fuck around, do a part three. But uh, you know what I got going on after this. But thank you for doing this, man. Um, tell the people bye, and we gonna get out of here. Hey, everybody, thank you for listening. You know what I mean? By this time, I know you already finished your popcorn and all that. Have an amazing time. Have an amazing journey. And just follow your ancestors. Your ancestors will guide you the right way. Love y'all. Love your trade. And peace out. All right, y'all. My page is called Ancestors Wisdom for a Reason, baby. The ancestors and me got that wisdom. <laughs> all right. All right, so that is the end of the episode. I'm going to tell y'all something. If there was any fuck-ups in this episode, any glitches, flips, jumping jacks, I'm not editing shit. I'm just going to tell you that right now. So you're just going to hear the mistake. You're just going to hear the bullshit. I'm not editing shit. I'm tired of editing. Doing, I'm, I'm, Yeah, it's a one-man mo- one show around this bitch. Just do the hokey pokey. You put with one foot down. You put your one foot out, bitch. And you shake it all about, bitch. And this is what you get. So, hope y'all liked it. Uh, liked it. Liked it, it, bitch. I really don't give a fuck to the duck. So, I want to say this too. Look at me with the bomb. I did drop the bomb too many times. I did. I do want to say that. But I mean, there's no fun if you don't have a bomb. <laughs> It's no fun if we all can't get none. It's no fun if we ain't can get none. However the damn song go. Uh, all right, y'all. I'm finna go. And I'll holla at y'all later.